bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the dumb gay shit happening in the world, like we're talking about reality TV. Uh, well, it's Christmas card season, Memo. Yes. Now, do, do are Hanukkah cards a thing? They are. So, like, your mom did a Hanukkah card? She told me she sent me one. I haven't gotten it yet, but yes. Like, growing you up, did do... you guys do, like, a family photo and you'd send it out? We did not. Okay. We never did that. But, you know what? God, <laughs> that's such a good idea. Well, that's what everybody does, though. But, I mean, not, but I mean, I'm saying Jewish people send out cards for Hanukkah to, like, all the people. Yes, like, you can say happy Hanukkah, but I've never seen a family picture Hanukkah style the way that I've seen Christmas. Okay. For sure. But now I wish that I had and I wish that we had did it. What would Hanukkah style be? With yarmulkes on? Oh, God. I mean, we could be holding <laughs> the, dreidels. Yeah, there's dreidels. We'd be standing there's, around a huge menorah. Yeah, the candelabra all, thing. Maybe we'd all be a candle <laughs> and we all be like a living menorah. We could do like... Or you could get on like oil. a life-size menorah and I'll sit on it. All the life <laughs> Like on a green screen. We could be latkes. Each of us could be latkes and then fry in a pan. Mm, that's cute. We could be. No, that's a, a little too Holocausty. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, we could be cooked latkes, but then maybe someone's sour cream and somebody yeah. applesauce. Or maybe you have like sour cream hats on or something. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Candles, gifts, presents. Well, maybe next blue year. Blue and white. We will, we will do you up in, <laughs> like, we'll get all the dogs and mm. all the cats. Mm hmm. And we'll have you in the middle. Okay. And somehow, and it'll be all blue. Isn't Hanukkah blue? Blue and white, like the Israel flag. Okay. Of course. And you'll be holding the Israeli flag. <laughs> yeah, that'll, everyone will love that. <laughs> and then, so, and then God we knows. will have, I don't know, we'll think of a theme and then we'll have you there and we'll send it to your parents and then, you know, say happy Hanukkah and they'll be like delighted. So many things <laughs> went through my head. So many funny things. I mean, so many very funny things. But yeah, like, mm -hmm, yes, that's that's funny. I, I wish there was. Eight, I think your mom would think it was really two, cute and special. Eight. Yeah. No. 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 For even sure. Even though you told me that really Jewish people don't even really care about Hanukkah. No. The big the thing is is Passover and that's and Yom in Kippur, April. Oh, April. But um, and then Rosh Hashanah. I'm sorry, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the New Year, and Passover. So Those everything is before Hanukkah. Yeah, I mean, in Hanukkah, people, they care. I mean, they like it. It's fun, but it's not the big, it's not like Christmas. It only exists because of Christmas. Yeah. Or it doesn't exist. It exists in the way that we know it today because of Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, from what I understand, like in Israel, they'll do Hanukkah, but it's like, it was. it's just more, it's just not as, it's just not Christmas. Yeah, well, you know? the Moses told us they do Christmas. In Israel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and they should because they've got all the major religions there. Yeah. They should do all of that yeah. since it's more of a national, yeah. it's more of a national holiday, less of a religious holiday. God, I mean, really. So, I mean, there you can literally dress up like Jesus and walk through the streets. Well, let's send our good love and positive energy to, to Israel and to mm -hmm. the, all the surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. so not a great time to be there right now. So. That's true. And um, hopefully they... Finish it up. We got some holiday cards, though, and everyone, oh, I'm not sure, but Craig and Jeremy heard McKinney mm -hmm. and Jason Moss. Mm -hmm. I think they basically just were like, happy holidays. That's nice. Um, but Karen Gelsman right. sent us a holiday uh, card with mm -hmm. her beautiful family, and she specifically said, 
Merry Christmas to me and Happy Hanukkah to you. And oh, I thought nice. that was a class act of class Ker- act of Kern Gelsman. You know class, what I mean? Her- class act. Very, very nice. Um, and Mau Mau, mm. we got a heavy priority mail envelope from our rich benefactor, <laughs> a.k.a. Sugar Daddy, Donna, Donna from New Jersey. Oh, no. Now. Oh, my God. Okay. If you're new here and you don't know the legend of Donna, okay? <laughs> Donna, our girl Donna, she is an enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in an Hermes throw in front of a roaring fire mm-hmm. in what I imagine to be a sprawling mansion on a compound in Jersey. Mm. Maybe it's my morning for the end of succession, but I need Donna to be the Siobhan Roy of the Garden State. Um, I imagine her family home to be littered with antiquities. And her family <laughs> is so rich and rotted that Donna regifts insanely expensive, humongous gift cards that she gets from her terrible family and then regifts them to us. Because make no mistake, Donna is regifting these gift cards, as she told us in the handwritten note with the very first gift card she ever sent back in December of 2019. Mm-hmm. And here we are, Mau Mau, four years later. And for the first time ever, uh-huh. we will be opening Donna's <gasps> envelope. Live? Live. You know what it just made me think of? That with your description of Donna on the compound in Jersey. Yes. Do you know who I think she might be? Who? Lara Croft. <laughs> I think that, she's Donna Croft. Is that where Lara Croft lives? Well, no, she lives like in probably in England. But, <laughs> yeah. but on the manor, it's Donna Manor. So Donna's like doing pull-ups. Donna Manor. And, like, and, like a and tank she's top. so rich and she's doing antiquities and, you know, finding the thing that the dial of uh, destiny right. and she's finding the fucking yes. thing that opens the portal to the Atlantis yes. and she's doing all of it. And then she's like, wait, I must enjoy. <laughs> Brandy, a gift card. Yeah, well, I mean, people send her gift cards for thank yous. Yeah, thank you for finding our family's last treasure yeah. trove. And then she's just like, oh, I can't with, I, with yeah, the I trivial don't things. I don't need it. <laughs> I, I'm I'm currently now redoing Mona Lisa <laughs> right. so that people, I unearth Da Vinci's actual handwriting or whatever. Now, Mama, you like gifts, right. so I'm going to hand you the card. Okay. Please do not say amounts. We do not like to give specific amounts. <laughs> I see many, 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 many gift cards. You can tell us how many gift cards are currently in there. There are Visa gift cards. There's six Visa <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> Donna. Oh, Donna. 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 <laughs> Donna. Donna. <laughs> oh, Donna. Oh my mother <laughs> fucking I don't know what we did in this life to mm, that is so sweet. I'm like I'm really touched. I mean, she sends them every year. I don't know why. I mean, she literally she, I think she sent us some in July. And I don't know what probably we did when we got to fired. Be so lucky to have Donna just even be thinking ha- uh Julian Brandy wishing you many peaceful moments this Christmas season. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. Love Donna, wishing you a successful 2020, 2024. You deserve it with a smiling face. Karma 24, Donna. Karma 24. And she said happy Hanukkah too, like Karen. Really, like, let me have all the gift cards. I don't want you to lose these. <laughs> They're already in separate. I mean. Wow. I. <sighs> that is just so generous. I oh. really, truly hope that. She has children that she ignores on our behalf. <laughs> that would make me happy. Also, mm-hmm. um, I hope that I'm also like to think that like her family has like an oil. They they like struck oil and an oil field. Yeah, <laughs> and an oil field yeah, you know? off of Donna Manor. Yeah, there's got, an oil field you know, too. And there, or maybe mm. you know she's a Sackler. Okay. Or in the Walmart family. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. Donna Wall. Or it goes. To, it goes. Yeah, <laughs> Donna Walton. <laughs> You know, Don Walton. She goes back <laughs> even further. You know, goes or maybe back no, even no, further. Yeah, yeah, maybe she's a Rothschild. Maybe she's the Lasers. She's you know, the Lasers, the Jewish Lasers. She could be the Gilded Age. She could be the Rothschilds. Yeah. She could be the um, the Vanderbilts. Yeah. She could be the 
the uh, Van Cleefs. She could be the <laughs> Cleef and Van Owens. She, yeah, she could be the Astors. She could yeah, be the, the Tiffany's. She could it, be the Bergdorf's. She could be yeah. the Macy's. She could be the TJ Maxx's. She could be the Marshall's. Yeah. She could be the Ross's. She could be any of them. All of them. She could be all of them. And if we knew that, we wouldn't feel... Well, we'd be annoyed we didn't have more gift cards, but we would feel so guilty um, still pressuring people to join our Patreon, despite just getting six gift cards in the mail from Donna. I'm just so touched. Like, I just... It's so nice. Just been down. And that's just really... Sometimes... I mean, I don't think gifts are my love language, but I didn't sometimes that. they just do... They do make you feel loved. They do. <laughs> I mean... And that really made 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 me feel special. You should feel special. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I want people to join the Patreon. That's <laughs> That'll what, make you feel that's special. That's what makes you feel special. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Donna. Is, yeah, yeah. Donna. Donna, tell all your friends. Donna Matter. <laughs> that we need Donna's Donna. like, Donna just basically had like a thousand people join the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean... Yeah, it does make me feel good because it makes me feel that people, you know, it's a, it's just a, it's a sacrifice in some way. You know, you lately know, spend I've money been, I've and been, then you show up and it's an audience. It's like doing a show for an yeah. audience, which I love. And it's like, and then it just, it's, it feels good. Yeah. yeah. Of course, and lately I've been feeling like I want, I want the Patreon to be, it's like some people will say that, um, like they like they've sent pictures because on Patreon there's a on the app there's like a a chat yes on our page right where people can chat like a community mm -hmm. chat thing and they'll post pictures there of like settling in and they'll oh put yeah us, I love it because we have video now love it some some people are subscribed to the video podcast and they'll put it on their TV and they and they they they'll give like the vibe that it's like yeah that it's like they're they're part of their routine and it's like love their it. comfort zone yeah and it's like yeah that really that's why I want people to join because that makes me feel good. not like of course it's like oh yeah like think we're funny and entertaining and blah 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 but I also like feeling like it's a safe space that somebody goes so they don't have to think about like the shitty shit in their own life or mm -hmm. and they don't have to really think about the shitty shit in our life because most of the time we don't really talk about that you know right we want it to just be like weird shit yeah I mean and I do love it and I love all the pictures of the pets yeah. kids the level of the pet i'm sorry but the pet game <laughs> is so good on the patreon yeah okay also people are like starting to submit their patreon idols the patreon idols are they're coming in. in patreon's got talent okay patreon's got talent has hey guys. officially gone <laughs> hey guys patreon's got talent guys it's already started i mean it's on okay so we're very excited that that's well, happening. Well, I just sent Tom, speaking of Patre Patreon's Got Talent. Yeah. I just sent Tom oh. Christopherson. Oh, God, I got to send him. He yeah. ordered a drugs shirt mm -hmm. from our website, juliebrandy.com. Okay. That's also where you can go to find information on the Patreon, or you can kick, click the link and listen to a free one in the description of this episode. I'm really wondering if Tom, and, I, and Tom's probably fucking rolling his eyes right now <laughs> and is annoyed that I'm doing this, but... I'm like, is Tom going to like incorporate the drug shirt into his Patreon oh. idol submission? Because yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Do you think? Well, it does. He does. Uh, uh, yes, I do. Maybe he's knowing giving... what I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> knowing what I know, I'm going to say yes. So. And you and I, but, and now with that, it's still going to exceed and blow all expectations. Yeah. Because, you know, he's doing something. Because he's a polymath. A polymath who's hilarious. Yeah, that's part an of artist polymathery. And, yeah. Now, that would be the name of his next or first. And he's already done shows like in galleries and stuff. But Tom, Maybe the name of his al album. Maybe the name of your album <laughs> is Polymath or the name of your next live show is Tom Christopherson <laughs> Polymath. Or polymathery. Polymathery. <laughs> polymathery is great. Polymathery.
Okay, now we get to hang out with one of our favorite comedians and talk some shit. Shit. I do whatever the fuck I want. That's how I got famous, talking shit. And I'ma keep talking shit. I'ma keep talking shit till the day I die, bitch. Matter of fact, I'ma record something. So when I'm dead and I'm in a casket, I'ma be on a fucking radio talking shit like, yeah, at my funeral, let me tell you about these motherfuckers. Alright, this is our segment called Talking Shit, where we hang out with comedians and talk shit about politics. Why? Because talking shit is fun and comedians are funny. And Pee Wee 23 has been a shit dick of a year. Beyond, which is why we are so excited for our guest today. Not only is she a hilarious producer, writer, and stand-up comedian, she's, and let's say, actress as sure. well. Yeah, actress, actress. I mean, I'm pretending that I'm happy to be alive, so sure. <laughs> she's also a sexy bitch who is smart as fuck and knows a puss ton about politics. That's right. So without further fucking ado, it's time for us to talk some shit with our friend, Sharon Houston. Hi, Hi everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. What a time to be alive, you guys. So, okay, before we get down to the shit-talking abortion rant that our 14 listeners need from you, we've got to talk about your motherfucking taser, bitch. Yeah. Oh, shit, I charged it for you, too. Okay, so I got a taser. I've been attacked twice because, you know, this is the thing about Los Angeles. We pay a lot of taxes, right? And we pay taxes so that we can be harassed on the street. Um, we also pay taxes for the bumpy, you know, whenever you hit a pothole, say, thank you, Mayor Bass, because we paid, so that's where our tax dollars go, so we can continue to be stimulated by the potholes that are ruining <laughs> our cars. We pay for this, so, but it's a nightmare, but I got a taser, and let me just tell you, it is so empowering, because I used to carry pepper spray, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker's got to get too close to me, mm. and then what if I don't hit him in the right mm. spot? However, you get a taser, they just hear the noise, and they're going to run like the wind. Check this. I'm going to play the noise for you. I'm not playing the noise. I'm using the taser. Okay. This is what's happening. Ready? Mm. Okay, stand by. One, two. Oh, oh there it goes. Oh. Here we go. One, two. Listen oh. to that. They hear that, and they run. They don't want, they don't want this touching their body. Now, they I, don't want this okay. touching their body. I have a few questions, Sharon. A, one, is it shaped like a gun, or is it shaped like a like a thing like a, like a podcast what's recorder it, yeah what's it what's it shaped like listen i wish it was shaped like a gun it's shaped like a flashlight oh, okay 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 because it is a flashlight it's a flashlight so i can carry it like <laughs> oh look at me i'm one of those i'm one of those women that power walks with a flashlight oh no i'm not mm. that's a taser bitch <laughs> how heavy is it it weighs like nothing so it goes right in your purse no it's too big for a purse it's like a big dick it's like a big dildo it's big it's big itch. It's like a it's like a nice sized dick. So do you so keep it, it in your car? No, I I no, I always keep it on I wear it, I put it on the side of my body. I put the the, the strap around my wrist and I keep it in my hand because I'm not fucking around. I'm not kidding. I don't put it the only time I put it I can't take it to certain places because that I want to take it because you know the cops search your bag and they're like, Oh, you can't bring a taser into the music venue. And I'm like, Well, if I'm walking home, what am I going to do when I get attacked? Because I do not know karate. Mm. So, like, I need, I don't, you know what I mean? So I, I just, I just take it with me on walks if I'm running an errand, whatever. But I keep it out because I need people to know. I you, <laughs> do not fuck with me. Because I was told just you tase them and you run away. No, 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 no. I'm going to tase them. And when they, when they can't move anymore, I'm going to find another spot. And I'm going in. <laughs> yeah. If you, I'm going if you in, dare I'm attack like, me, you're now tased and getting kicked in the nuts, um, kicked in the head. Oh, I, yep. I mean. You're getting beat up now because yeah, you, yeah, you, dare you are fuck. getting beat up. Yeah. I'm going to try to give you a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. Now, are yeah. there now for those of us who are now super interested in <laughs> particularly looking online right now at them yes. about to buy one. Um, Was it an Amazon purchase? <laughs> Yes, it was an Amazon purchase. It was only twenty seven dollars. Tracks. Oh, it's the Viper. Well, I listen. I have security. The Viper. I have security in my building. They told me which one to buy. They were like, "You want to buy this one?" And I was like, "Great." So then when I got it, I brought it downstairs. I was like, "Show me how to use it." And they were like, "This is what you want to do." And they said, "Sharon, yeah. when you taste the person, they're the ones that were like, it's so loud. If once you hit that button, they're gonna run the other way because no one wants to be tased." But you know, some of these people are on super meth. You know, they're on the streets, and I'm like, well. They're on super meth. They don't give a fuck. And they said, well, then you just want to shock them and you want to chase them like in the hip and then run the other way. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not happening. I would love um, some super meth. 
<laughs> that sounds. Good I would to love me. The super meth, and I want to taste. <laughs> yeah, <somebody>. oh, both. <laughs> but while on super meth. <laughs> yeah. So is it? It's basically like like a ton of voltage of electricity that electrocutes someone. Yeah, it's like forty million volts, and what it does is it. Um, it, it just it just paralyzes them. It's like it's so <laughs> shocking. It just paralyzes them. So don't they? Just, I feel like they make you get tased. Maybe I like, in, like in police academy, yeah. you have to do it. That's so yeah, but scary. that's different because that one goes into your skin. Oh, oh what does this like one do? It, this one you have to touch the person to zap them. That's why for me, I like I feel like with this one, I want you to because I want to feel my hand jabbing into your fucking body. <laughs> I really do. I'm like I want to feel it and I want to go say that you piece of shit. You know, like I really want to get in there. And then when they're down, I can dangle it over their face and go, "You want some more? <laughs> you want some?" And then just fire it off like crack, 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 crack. scared. Them. Just give them PTSD. If they ever hear that noise again, they're gonna fucking piss their pants. Good. Stop trying to punch me in the face when I'm just trying to walk down the street. I'm not bothering anybody. I'm four ten and a half. I'm, I weigh about a buck. I'm an easy target, and I've been attacked twice. And, and like, I, this is my Michael Douglas moment. I've had enough. <laughs> Where, uh, God, people are gonna think I'm insane. Falling down. <laughs> You're referring yeah. to the movie Falling Down. Tell us Great the, movie. Yes. the stories of you being attacked, though. What? Mm -hmm. What? Give us some context. Oh, I was walking the precinct to watch Drag Race with some homosexuals, <laughs> and. Um, I just, what, here's what happens. This, this is good for the listeners to know. There's an article in The Atlantic. It was written by a Pulitzer Prize winning author about the types of drugs that are on the street right now. It's stronger than it's ever been. They make, can make it faster than they've ever been able to make it. And it's getting people addicted very quickly. And this is why we have this epidemic. It's also, you know, rising housing costs. But I know that if I became homeless, I would want to be on all the drugs so that I could check myself out of that experience mm -hmm. mentally. Right. And so you don't but, get cold. And so you don't get cold. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they, but they, but you know, everybody's on these drugs and they're having these psychotic episodes. So they don't, I don't blame them. I blame the city for not fucking handling it. Um, but, uh, you know, they, once you walk past them, you're not safe. Because they sucker punch you from behind, or you don't know what's mm. going to set somebody off. I just accidentally made eye contact with someone, and this happened in my neighborhood in Chinatown. And it was a Dodger game day, so there, you know traffic. It's, it's like bumper to bumper traffic up College Street, and I just was walking down the street, and this guy looked up at me, and I didn't have my glasses on. I'm nearsighted, and I was like, "What's Lance Armstrong doing digging in the trash?" <laughs> I was like, kind of hot. <laughs> well, this guy wasn't hot. He was just tall and lanky and wearing biking outfit, you know. And I'm like, a, like a Lance. Armstrong cycling outfit and I was like what the fuck and then he looked at me and he went you fucking bitch mm. and I was like oh no and I looked at one of the cars that was like in the traffic and this lady like opened up her door she's like get in my car so I ran to get in her car like that like but that was at five o'clock in the afternoon when it was like sunny out had oh, I had my taser my and he had said that shit to me I'd be like crack, 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 crack. I'm like you want to <laughs> go you want to go do you want to see what this feels like sir <sighs> Because you're really oh tall, go right underneath your legs and fucking get you right in the nuts. I don't care. Like, I was, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. So it's happened to me twice. Oh, that is so scary. And did you get in the lady's car? No, he, a, a guy from Chinatown security came around the corner right at the right time and was like, hey, get the fuck out of here. And then he took off. I mean, the thing is that the the homeless, you know, it's an epidemic, and and LA has absolutely the the worst one in the entire world. I mean, that's just a, yeah. fa a fact. It's this is like um, worse than any any epidemic that's ever hit the world is yeah. the homeless mm -hmm. epidemic in LA. That's like in the documentaries. So, what is to be done? I mean, the thing is, like, I just don't even. We don't need homeless shelters. We need mental health facilities and drug rehabilitation facilities in, in addition to more shelters. But the, the city, uh, before Karen was here, you know, the city council is so corrupt. One has already gone to federal prison for taking bags of, you know, cartoon bags of sized, you know, bags of money from the Chinese developers because that's all downtown L.A. is. That's Chinese money laundering. Okay, so they were, you know, you know how like on Bugs Bunny cartoons, they the bank and robbers would get a big bag and it just had a dollar sign on it. That's what they were fucking taking out of bathrooms in Las Vegas uh, strip clubs. It's all on camera. The FBI was on all of it. So he, so uh, Mitch Engleder went to jail for it. Jose Wiesar is about to, uh, he just plead. He just has got cut a plea deal. But the whole time he's like, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. It's like, no, dude, 
you're guilty as fuck. And then his deputy is about to go to the clink. Then another guy is about to go to the clink because he was cutting backdoor deals with USC. So the city council, which is more powerful than our mayor, they manage the budget. They've been sitting on $50 million of money given to us by the federal government to deal with the homelessness crisis. And they haven't spent a dime. And Kenneth Mehia, our new controller, uncovered it all. He's like, he's running audits on everybody and going, look at the billions of dollars you're wasting. Now you need to be accountable to the to the city of Los Angeles. And I'm scared he's going to get killed. But like, <laughs> he's, but I mean, that, that's, I don't know why. I just wish I knew what it was that serves governor, like governors and, and mayors and city councils. How does it serve them to sit on money that was given to them or that we've paid them to do nothing? They have millions of dollars. They're doing nothing. Meanwhile, there's no jobs. People are homeless. We've got a drug drug problem on the streets. We've got a homeless. Like it's it's like the fucking wild wild west in L.A. right now. Yeah, I mean, L.A. is one is quite possibly in addition to the homeless is is the most corrupt local government in all of the country. I mean, so the LAPD is completely corrupt. The LAUSD completely corrupt. That's why it, no, it doesn't matter how much money and taxes you pay. The schools never get better. Mm. I mean, back in the day, like literally celebrities and like successful people went to like, for example, Fairfax High. People wouldn't be caught dead sending their kid to Fairfax High now. I mean, they, mm -hmm. they don't go to a public school in, in L.A. because they're all trash. Because all and that of was, the money is laundered and or corrupted and it just goes into people's pockets. And particularly the LAPD. That's why people were saying defund the police, which is obviously terrible. <laughs> the worst of any branding ever done. But that was the reason. It was like, take the money back right. because it's not going anywhere. Right. Well, they're wasting money. If you go to Kenneth, you go to LA Controller on Instagram right now. He just posted today. He's like, here's the billions of dollars LAPD is spending on non-emergency helicopter flights. Here's all the pollution it's putting out into the earth, you know, into the world. Why are we spending this fucking money? Because all the extra money that we're giving to the cops, they're just building tanks and doing weird shit with it. They're not hiring more cops. And honestly, the, why, why is it the cop's job to be, you know, a psychiatrist to deal with this fucking and drug interventionist they don't have the skills to do. They shouldn't even be doing that. They're supposed to be fighting crime, not like, you know, a guy who's tr who thinks he's Jesus. who's trying to punch me in the face. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just really it's it's all so fucked up. It's just all it's so fucked it's, up. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. I mean, I totally agree. I always think because today when I was driving, I was driving back from California Chingame, and <laughs> I. <laughs> what I got, I drove past what was a scene. It was like a thing out of a watching TV. It was like three sheriff cars, six cops, one car pulled over, one black man standing out of the driver's seat, and he had guns on him. Oh no! And I was like, I could stay and watch, or maybe I should just go. And I just kept driving because I was like, I don't need to get shot out here. I don't need to watch someone get shot. But like. Why are there six cops standing around a guy that you just pulled over Honestly. for whatever his registration was, whatever it was about the car? I don't care he if you looked have it up. He must have had 13 dead bodies in that <laughs> I mean, trunk to have a gun what, on him in we, the middle of the day. What are we doing, really? Like, I, I mean, like, even if he was speeding, even if he was had a registration that was a stolen car, let him go wherever he's going to fucking go and then go get him when he's there or whatever. But, like, you don't need six cops standing around with them, all your guns out. On Riverside and fucking Sepulveda, it's it's Jesus. it's beyond. It's a menace. I mean, that's the fucking menace. So yeah. well, I feel like it's an it's an intimidation tactic. It is absolutely, but you are absolutely right, though. In those scenarios where you're like, you know what? Maybe the police department gets chopped up into social work, like social workers on the street, or whatever you call it. I don't know what the divisions would be, but I think like you know, drug people to deal with drug addicts or mental health problems on the street, which is probably the most predominant problem that you see on the street. Homelessness, blah, blah, blah. That's You're right. That's not cops' uh, no. job at all. We should have a whole and other division for that. Exactly. And a lot of the uh, advocates for the houseless, um, you know, they, first of all, our hot governor had a fucking great idea. Hot Governor Gavin. <laughs> hot. Fuck, he's so fucking hot. Hot Gavin was like, 
Well, we're just going to put them in drug rehab facilities, whether they like it or not. And so all the advocates for the houseless are like, oh, you can't do that. They have to go on their own will. Uh, they no. don't have a will anymore. Right. you got to put them in rehab. Sorry. No. Sorry, Charlie. Yeah, there's so gotta he's sick better of than going to jail. Shit. Better than going yeah. to jail. And there has to come a point where it's like, we all you have to have some response. Like, we yeah. ob obviously, we're all for civil liberties and freedom and free will. But if you're living on the street, we're all taking care of you anyway. So now at this point, go ahead and get into the drug rehab center. It's only going to help you. Saying. But yeah. I hate it that, that that a lot of the advocates for these people are like, well, what are they, where are their rights? I'm like, well, where are my fucking rights? I'm relatively sane and I have to carry a taser everywhere I go. So whose freedom are you? I care about my freedom more than theirs. Sorry. Yeah. And also it's illegal what they're doing. Right. So they should, instead of going to jail, they should go to a treatment facility, which would give them, they, that's what they should be building. Quite frankly, You're right. I mean, because that would provide a lot of jobs yep. for nurses and psychologists. That's a good point. And, and then they could. And the thing about homeless shelters, and I mean, this is just the truth: they're so dangerous for women yes. and children. They are yes. not safe for little kids. That's what gets me the most gagged about the whole thing. Is like they build these shelters, and then these men take them over, and women don't want to go in them. They don't want to take their kids with them. They can't fall asleep. They're laying on a cot. They're scared they're gonna get their kids gonna get molested, or they are and they're going to get, you know, anything, robbed, fucking raped. They don't want to go in those shelters. So it's like, fuck a homeless shelter. Get a drug rehab facility that they are forced to go into and participate in. Yeah, well, they, mm -hmm. there are a lot of women's shelters in L.A., you know. I've volunteered at, like, four of them. They, there are very, there's a lot of shelters here that are just for women and children because of that. Even Midnight oh, Mission good. has, like, a, 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 they have a separate campus for their women's shelter. Isn't that sad? It's sad. Yeah, uh, it that is sad? sad, but men are fucking disgusting. Agreed, Sharon. <laughs> Except for Gavin Newsom. Agreed. Except, Except for hot, hot Gavin. Except the hot ones. No, Gavin's <laughs> disgusting too. He cheated on his wife and he had sex with Kim Guilfoyle. He has terrible judgment. Oh, that's right. Which oh, is why yes. I think he would totally be attracted to me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's get into, speaking of hot go governors, um, this whole, like, Kate Cox. Okay, so one of you guys needs to describe for our 14 listeners what the fuck is happening with this pregnant bitch in Texas <laughs> and her fucking abortion. Sure, and you can if you want. Well, I mean, I don't know what's happening. I just know that, uh, okay, so Texas has that abortion law, and you can only have an abortion if it's going to um, harm the baby or the mother. There's well, literally, I just wanted to just put, put this out there. There is a ban <laughs> on abortion. Mm -hmm. Abortion is illegal from the moment, moment. of conception. Right. Like, it's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> I don't even understand. Like, I, I honestly read that and was like, wait, 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 what? Like, they just can't get an abortion there. I I mean, it's so weird how, like, it, what was it, like, 1919, 1918, <laughs> that they would just, they advertise abortions in the paper. I don't even, I can't even, I'm, it enrages me to the point where I can't even, uh, uh, but... Basically, the bitch got pregnant. She's pregnant six months. She's in and out of the hospital. She's spotting. She's bleeding. She's in the thing. She's laying down. She's in the bed. She's do, 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 do. She has two other kids. She, the doctors uh, give her a diagnosis of the baby has... I looked it up. It's uh, She's a married 18. white lady <laughs> who should be allowed to do whatever she wants. Exactly. In Texas. Exactly. And she believes in Jesus. That's right. She should be allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. So she, the baby was given a diagnosis of a genetic abnormality where basically 90% of the babies born with this condition die within the first year and they die a very traumatic... They have a traumatic life and they have a traumatic death. They have... Um, it's, there's co congenitive heart failure, um, breathing, br problems. breathing problems, eye issues, uh, lip situation, like every single problem you can have, it degenerates and they have just a terrible, terrible life to death. Some, however, and a lot of them are born stillborn. And a lot of them are, already, are just born dead. So, uh, or there is a percentage that can live. A 10% of them have lived... Uh, somewhat of a life. With Interesting. I'm reading that only ninety, that only five percent make it. Okay, so but they, but they're usually stillborn. But like five percent make it. Right. But they're so going to be not correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let, so let's say five percent. So let's say five percent um, get to live ten years 
or whatever, but but and in and out of the hospital with a terrible fucking life. So okay, there's that. So now and we have no universal health care, so the parents are going to go bankrupt taking care of that kid. Go ahead, sorry. Well, so now we have you have that exactly, Sharon. That's the thing. So does she? She now goes to the doctor and says, "What what are we to do?" The doctor then also says, "On top of that, if you do give birth to that baby." Since you had two C-sections before, this third C-section will stop you from having any more children and you will be infertile. So that's another issue as well because they have two other kids and she desperately needs to have a third kid because she's a third spot. Yeah. So because <laughs> she doesn't realize that there's climate change. <laughs> like, bitch, yeah. stop. This is the problem. That's the whole problem okay. with it is that she has to fucking... It becomes about her fertility rather than about... The right to do whatever you fucking want. Yeah, and the and the the, the absolute tortured existence of of this, of this of human this being. being. Yeah. So, yeah. So so the Ken Cox or whatever his name <laughs> is, Ken Paxton, uh, the attorney general. So sh- basically, he saw the case. It was went to the lower courts. The, the lower courts. <laughs> attorney general of Texas. Right. The lower courts were like, you know what? Yes, go ahead and have your abortion. And she was like, Amen. Thank you. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the Supreme Court, of course, got involved and said, no, no, no. Supreme Court we, of Texas. Of Texas, excuse me. Got involved and said, no, no, no. We control women and we decide what they do. And we don't want you to. We want you to give birth, have a dead baby, and then never have children again. And make sure you go all, you, we get to get all our pharmaceutical companies and everything. <laughs> exactly. We're going to pay for And you're going to have to pay us a lot of money to take care of your baby. And That's your right. Baby. So now that, so then she was like, fuck. <laughs> So then she was, she was so now it's the thing is okay here we are now she's she's we I saw today she sued the state of Texas she sued the state of Texas they're in the middle of the lawsuit she cannot wait she doesn't want to wait so she's going to another state and she's going to have an abortion so the question I mean it's so many it's so many levels it did bring, it did inspire a woman um, anonymously suing the state of Kentucky mm. I think they have a six week. They have that early six week, which is insane Mm -hmm. still, but it's not a complete ban. But so she's suing Kentucky, which needs to be sued. I think we all know just collectively. We we should should all be suing Kentucky. We should do a class action of Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, we should just be suing Kentucky because we're women. Just for existing. Yeah. Yeah. For existing. Exactly. Agreed. So, I mean, the thing is, it's like, doesn't this bring up, this is now opinions and feelings and whatever, whatever of. When is it okay to have an abortion? Can you have an abortion at six months? This is a living being now that has arms, legs, and a head. It's if, it, if you gave birth to it and it didn't have a problem, it could probably survive. So what is one to do? But ultimately, obviously, for me speaking, I can say for me, I want the opportunity to make the decision myself with a doctor. A doctor is also given a set of rules, oh, by, by the, the way, way. If the doctor in Texas were to perform this procedure... Uh, they could go to jail for life. It's a life sentence for any doctor. That is so insane. Insanity. But let's let someone who looks like Lance Armstrong punch you on the street. <laughs> yeah, let, let, yeah, that's okay. That's God fine. Forbid. That's fine. But hopefully yeah, he's totally not an abortion fine. doctor in Texas because he's going to jail for life. Right, uh, exactly. Unreal. It is absolutely... I cannot... I mean, and I know. Sharon, th- Sharon thoughts? Sharon, thoughts, opinions, thoughts, and opinions. Sharon. Well, the first thing I... Listen, I say this every time whenever the abortion uh, conversation comes up, I I start here. Here's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the fact that I had an abortion and it was fabulous. It was. I I literally had. She has said this on the podcast before. It's great. I've said it before. I said it again. It it was fabulous. I didn't go under. I just had a couple Advil. It was over before I knew it. And I was home, you know, eating snacks. It's not a big deal. And I, you know, what what angers me about this so much is. I don't understand why these, you know, Christo, I don't know how to say it, Christo fascist, Christo fascist <laughs> men, what, what, what did anybody do to you for you to give a fuck about what I do with my body? Number one. Number two, you know, Jesus isn't real. You know that maybe <laughs> yeah. your followers don't, but you know that you're using religion as a tool to manipulate people and make money. And make money. And it makes me fucking crazy. I, I just, you know, i am gotten to the point where I'm so sick of everyone having an opinion on how women should live their lives, how, wh- what we should weigh, what we should look like, mm-hmm. how, what, you know, what medical procedures we have a right to. It, it, it's all based in misogyny. And even mm-hmm. with like, even with like little things like Botox, like I, uh, when I can afford it, I get Botox in my jaw because I TMJ and I grind my teeth. Oh, the old Bethany Frankel. 
That's a yes. wrinkle move. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I for years, I thought I've been shopping for pillows for 12 years going, God, my neck hurts because I just can't afford a good pillow. It was because I was grinding my fucking teeth. And when I first time I got Botox in my jaw, I woke up without a headache for the first time in 12 years. Now, oh. because women use it for beauty procedures, that will never be covered by insurance. But men's boner pills are covered. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, they cover Botox. Health insurance will cover Botox for armpit sweat because men use it for their pits. Oh, but only women. For men. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, it, wow. like, it just goes through every single yeah, didn't they part tell of you our to society. Get Botox in your finger or something? Uh, at me? They told you to get Botox somewhere weird, like. At, uh, yeah, maybe you're right. It was I, something like that. It was medical. Numbing. That but, makes sense. But yeah. I wonder if that would have been covered. No. I just want my fingers to look good. <laughs> my fingers are wrinkly. <laughs> my fingers are wrinkly. <laughs> and I really need to smooth out the finger line. I can't fucking believe that, Sharon. I did not know that. I yep. did not know that they will cover it for armpit sweat. That's armpit sweat men. and migraines. It's all men. But but it's, I just don't understand. It makes me so angry. And let me tell you, there are more people in Texas that are angry. They, uh, almost everybody in the state is angry about this. And they all hate Ken. It, it's, I'm telling you right now, it's a gerrymandering issue. I mean, my cousin John is like, I feel I've been voting in Texas for 20 years. And I feel like my vote has never counted because of the way that our county is gerrymandered. I, mean, I think we know just by Beto O'Rourke that the shit is bullshit. I mean, Texas has it down. They know how they just. It's such hypocrisy, they, too, yeah. for a state that likes to think that they are so free. It's like Florida, Ohio, and Texas want to get out and be like, we're about freedom. Don't tell me to wear a mask. And I, we want guns. And then you have the fucking gall, the gall to tell a woman. Not on the both ends of the spectrum, A, about abortion, and B, the level that men go in on what they should do their tits and what they should do their face and just uh, the amount of plastic surgeon doctors who sit there and tell you, I can nip this, I can tuck that, I can make your boobs bigger, let me move your nipples, let me... And it's like, go fuck yourselves (laughs) to the end of fucking time. It is absolutely... it's, it's, It's astounding to me. It is astounding. And this thing with abortion, if people are sleeping, if they think that abortion is about abortion only, and I've been saying it's that not. forever, it no. is not. It is control, 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 control of women, period. And that yeah. is why you have to be pro-choice. That's it. You have to be. And that's the thing. It's like so many, I, I feel like a lot of the, you know, they've been brainwashed and they've been radicalized by Instagram. I've said this on the podcast before as well, but like these younger guys, for some reason they have, I was hoping they would be more evolved, but some of them are not. And they, they are scared and they want to keep women down as well. They're like, yeah, what about women being barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen? Well, we don't want to be a piece of shit. You know, like, like it's all these women, they, I, I wish we could do a study. How many women fucking killed themselves because they couldn't have a checking account and their husband was beating the fuck out of them and they couldn't leave? Probably uh, a lot. Probably a lot. Probably a lot. And even women who currently right now who are sitting you know, being pretty, uh, whether they're Republican or it's their religion or whatever, and they they have this feeling where they have to be pro-life to the point of legislation. Because you can be pro-life, and I put that in quotes, for your own self. If you don't yeah. want abortion, don't have it. And that's yeah. the point of choice. So it's like, you are, you have been, and we all know people who think that they're fighting a good fight, but they're not. They're enabling a master and submissive situation and it's 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 the root of, i think misogyny is the root of all fucking evil and is the Same. reason for everything but and i feel like the catholic church really pushes that agenda as well because 100%. it's usually catholic guys that i meet that have that kind of ideology and i'm just like every single you know, person i know that's staunchly pro life every single one of them this includes sunny hostin on the view is Catholic. Oh, yeah. Every single one. And the Catholic Church does it to make money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't realize, and they, I know that and a lot of them, they're, it's coming from what they think is a righteous and and good place, you know, but it, they don't, they just don't because they, they're being they, controlled. They, they target women in the Catholic Church, you know, fucking dumb bitches who've had kids, and I say that with love, so our 14 listeners that have children, and it's like, and then they can't take it. Right. They can't take it once they've had kids. They can't stomach the thought and then and then they just give all their dollars in the tithing thing 
and they and they, they just and they they do they indoctrinate the women first. Yeah, really and it's do. so weird because there are a bunch of rapists. Like, did you watch that documentary on uh, the Boy Scouts that's run uh, by the Mormons? Everyone's getting raped. Like, everyone's getting their dick sucked oh or getting, uh, you know, I feel like we should just put the, the, the Keepers and the Magdalene Sisters, which is a movie, which, like, that movie was so upsetting that we went, me and my friend Marla and one of her girlfriends came with us. After the movie was over, this is how disturbing this, it's about these girls that were sexually abused by nuns and priests in this awful uh, school for uh bastard girls like you know orphans and marla's friend didn't even want to have cocktails after she goes i gotta go home i just gotta go home and she just walked off into the wilderness at the grove i was like (laughs) (laughs) what happened so marla and i go to the bar at cheesecake factory because we're classy or actually it was madame Wu's at the time or some chinese restaurant we go upstairs we go to the bar and we order a drink and we're both just like like just a heaviness after seeing that movie. And we both look up and there's a guy across the bar and he looks sad. And I go, did you just see the Magdalene sisters? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, roll that shit on a loop. I feel like I close, fucking clear the pews, shut down all the churches. They're pedophile factories. I mean, the Pope wears a fucking ball gown. Stop. Like, it's not, it makes me crazy. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, but, but I mean, I, there's something about my faith. I go, oh, your faith is about, molesting people. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they took celibacy away, it would really help a lot of things. Like Wrong. celibacy. Wrong. I you don't think you don't think that if they removed the, the if they removed celibacy from any particular religion that would help ease the molesting and the raping? No, because it happens all the time in Protestant churches. Yeah, it happened at Hillsong. It happened to oh, from boys to maybe it wasn't same sex but they molesting, are, but, but they're was... but they're preaching they're preaching abstinence. They're preaching um, sex. Don't have sex before yeah, marriage. They're preaching. They're a preaching a purity. The stuff about purity and celibacy and sexuality has got if it that to me is also based in sexism and misogyny. But that stuff is is killing. It kills people. It, it is not natural. It just turns them into a fucking pervert. It turns them into a have... pervert. You're right. It does. Yeah. It 100% does. You cannot take away human nature. It drives people insane. It's, 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 it's... It, I do want to <sighs> ask this. So you said, you mentioned Ohio, Texas, and Florida. Yeah. And I, in my opinion, the difference, the thing that separates Ohio from Texas and Florida mm-hmm. is that um, shit like this moves the needle in Ohio. And I do mm. think it affects Ohio has b- become like purple. Right. And, whereas Texas and Florida are not. Mm. Florida went from blue to red. Right. So I just don't think, and I want to get Sharon's take, like I don't I mean I lived in Texas. I went to college there. I don't think this will move the needle at all. Even though it's okay. so horrific. I, I, I think it will. I, you I do? Think, I think I'm telling you, Texas is more democratic than you think. It's just the gerrymandering. If you look at their maps, they're insane. Like, there's no way uh, someone would win in their area because they're not even representing their area. Because well, I, the but way that's that the, the reason I think it won't work. I mean, I know they want. I believed that they wanted to elect better work. It was like overwhelming, and also a ton of people have moved there to work at Tesla. A lot of people have moved there from California, and. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like they've got their state so mapped out that nothing works. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Florida is a weird place, too, because, you know, I'm from Miami. <laughs> e, you know, it's right. changed a lot. You know, <laughs> Miami's changed a lot. It's changed a lot. and But, you know, it just I think it's I just here's my thing. It's like, when did the parents, you know, my parents are boomers. And like, when did that generation, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm a cocaine baby. I was not. <laughs> well, being from conceived, Miami. I'm being from Miami and, and, and it was in a high school, you know what I mean? In a backseat of a car. <laughs> like they were fucked up. They were hammered. Like they were, you know, disco dancing and shit. How did the disco dancers that, you know, watched, you know, gay guys dance to crystal light fitness competitions <laughs> turn into conservatives? That's blowing my mind. And you I'm know, like, how did weird. this happen? Is it because it's of really that rich, weird. rich area? I don't. Get I'm it not either. from money. I know, but there's that. Well, I don't know that, but I mean, there's that area now with that Trump area where that's so wealthy and like. Maybe- no, yeah, you're talking about. Um, th- well, there's a couple areas. There's you know Biscayne Bay. There's um um oh my god, it's it's just north of Miami where there's all the condos were on the water where that condo collapsed. That area. Oh, yeah. Is that why it became? conservative 
I don't, it's, you know, it's a bunch of fucking, it, it, okay, that whole, anything along Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Hollywood, Florida, that whole strip, it's Russians, it's people <laughs> from New Jersey, you know, who somehow made enough money to move to Florida, and, you know, Florida is a little bit rednecky, especially if you go to the West Coast, like Fort Myers, Sarasota, you know, it's, it, but it's people who've moved there from other places that are, like, the Canadians don't even really like going there anymore for retirement. They're all going to fucking Mexico. There used to be a lot of Canadian snowbirds, not so much anymore. And then there's just little pockets of, like, you know, where it's safe. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know what happened because, you know, I mean, in the 80s, it was super liberal, it's so and now it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I feel like things started to change in the 90s when they started like renovating South Beach because that's when Miami felt different to me. I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. And rich people took sh- put up shops so they could, didn't have to pay state tax. Yeah. There's definitely something with the there's been a wave, I guess, since I don't I don't even know. I don't even I don't even know, but I do think that the Trump, the geo, the Republican party somehow played the long 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 game of turning people and making them believe that like being a Democrat or being liberal is somehow weak and like pansy ish and pathetic and too expensive and gay. (laughs) And like, and and there's, cause there's a weird thing with free freedom, like Democrats were the, were the party of freedom. We're the part, you know what I mean? Of civil liberties and civil rights and freedom. But somehow it's been turned into like freedom means keeping your money now, keeping your money, <laughs> keep having a gun, not wearing a mask, not caring about other people, d- being selfish, not mm-hmm. wanting to know history, <laughs> wanting to remain ignorant. Religious freedom also got twisted and turned. It's like everything got twisted around into some weird manipulation. And half the country is and a lot of people change from being liberal to weirdly conservative. It's so know. strange, it, but it, but you know, listen. My parents are not very smart people. Okay, that's just the truth, and <laughs> easily manipulated. My little brother's a QAnon. My little sister and I don't talk to him anymore. Oh, he went full on QAnon. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. You know, so like I can deal with a Trumper if I have to. I cannot deal with a QAnon because oh. oh, I'm like, God. now you've lost Ugh. your fucking mind. You know, like it would make sense if you were a crazy drug addict, but you're not. You're in the military. So we have a problem, oh, man. guys. The military have, gets them. The yeah, we have a problem because they're easy to control because they mind control. Like when yeah. you go through basic training, that's a complete brainwashing. Yeah. I know so, my cousin, same. But I always think of Trumpers and QAnons as like same. synonymous mm-hmm. because they're always I, like spouting the same rhetoric and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, um, but there are some Trumpers that are just Trumpers simply because they're trying to protect their wealth. That's literally the only, that's their only care. Like, I want to protect my wealth. Because th- this is where I understand that. I understand that in this way, and just making it to my, uh, making it personal to me. I pay a lot of money in city and city and state taxes. Where does my money go? It goes to Kentucky, uh in other fucking bodunk bullshit states that need to make up their money because most of our money in California goes to other states. And the city doesn't do a goddamn thing. So I'm like, why am I paying you guys taxes when you don't do anything? Yeah. So I understand that, but I don't understand. Uh, I don't want to pay taxes and I, you know, I'm not going to think about the greater good. You know, or pressure my local politicians and my state politicians to to, you know, do the right thing and find a way to get some legislation going to where they can't keep. I just don't understand why they sit on money. How are they profiting? Are they are they siphoning the money away? Are they laundering it? Like, what are they doing? Because there's a project right behind me that was that cost uh, almost one hundred million dollars. That's how much it costs to build the building I live in. And it's a luxury building. And you know what it is back there? It's moving containers made into uh, rooms with a corner with a hot pot in the corner for homeless people. They use they use fifty five million of CARES money and another fifty million from the city. And I think there's only like eight moving containers. You can't tell me that that's what that costs. They can go fuck themselves. Wow. Somebody pocketed that money. Yeah. <sighs> that's all personal profit. For right. Sure. Right. Has yeah. To be. Let me let me pose this situation to you guys. Okay, so let's say everybody finally paid their fair share in taxes. Right. And let's say our government actually worked 
for the people. And they said, okay, we have this money now. We're going to stop being dicks and we're going to create more public spaces. We're going to invest in our schools. By the way, something I wanted to mention earlier, we pay 23% tax on weed here. And all the weed tours that buy up everything in the goddamn uh, dispensary so that when I want to go get my chocolate, there's none left. Okay, you know what? All that tax money, remember we voted on it like 10 years ago. All of that tax money was supposed to go to the schools. And they use it for the schools in Denver, but they don't hear Everything keeps getting cut, budget cuts. Oh, we don't have the money, we don't have the money. Yeah, you do, motherfucker. And I'm paying tax. Where is the money? That's what we need to do. So anyway, let's just say that happened. We invested. We had free college. We had health insurance, you know, universal Medicare for all. And then we had a population that started to become healthy, more educated, more thoughtful. People would start having fucking manners. People (laughs) would start seeing that they would have a future and they wouldn't be hopeless anymore. Think about how fucking great this country could be. I mean, yeah, that's really the perfect w- way to end. <laughs> I yeah, mean, honestly, because that's the utopia. That's what yeah. that's what America's supposed to be. I mean, really, what's going on? Where? Wh- why are the corporations raising all? The- I- 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 exactly. I'm having a stroke. Sorry, yeah. I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it, the, it's so even if you just even just at um, uh, universal health care, everyone getting healthier, and a and the population of just this country alone saw hope in their future, it would change everything. Like, everything. and imagine that in every country, it would, it would, it would transform the world. That's, yep. that's doesn't seem that hard to do, but you know why we can't do it? Men. Thank you. <laughs> that's right. That's absolutely fucking and religion. Sharon, tell us. Well, who started the religion? Men. Men. <laughs> Thank you. Let's just take it back to the root. Take it back to the root, babe. Tell our 14 I, listeners where they can where they can find you. Oh, my Sharon. God. Please. Okay. All 14 of you. I really would love for you to follow me on Instagram because I'm doing really great stuff there. It's go for Sharon. Like you're talking into a walkie. Like go for Sharon. Go for Sharon. <laughs> follow me on the gram uh, and on the TikTok. Same thing. It's go for Sharon across all platforms. I love your fans so much. They always engage. And I always get at least two new followers every time I do this podcast. <laughs> exactly. I'm so grateful. for this episode of our dumb gay podcast thank you guys for listening to our stupid fucking podcast we love and appreciate all 14 of you so much if you're new here and you like us but you'd rather not hear about dumb gay world events or how we hate men or (laughs) you know anything such as well, we do talk about how we hate men on our Patreon, but please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. It's mostly me. Though. We don't hate the men who <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. No. We do have one straight one. Oh my God. Craig. 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 That's like, um, can you tell what I'm doing? I'm doing like Christmas music, like bells. Mm-hmm. Crack, 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 crack. See crack. how the Christmas jingle spirit crack, is jingle crack, jingle crack, jingle crack away. <laughs> oh, jingle all the crack. Oh, what fun it is to ride on one on- horse, craggy crack. <laughs> Wait, did we? Oh, yeah, that is jingle bells, right? Yeah. Because you, ri- why do we ride? Or I go, craggle, 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 <laughs> craggle all the way. Oh, no, we're supposed to make our, our Hanukkah song. Our Hanukkah song is oh, no. You spin me right, right round, baby, right round like a dreidel, baby, right. right. We got to do that. Okay. I want to do that song. I want right. to release it and okay. I want to sell it because all I care about <laughs> is money. Because that's how you celebrate Hanukkah. Who's farting? Not me. I think I gave the dogs like, I really, did I give them give them rotten dog food? Probably. It's the gas. Oh, it no. Is- Okay, so um. Well, I have it too. I must have eaten it too. <laughs> Maybe it's you. My, I am not have doing that right it? now. Oh well, no, it's it's. it's but it's, unless it's seeping out, because my stomach is very bad today. Goose, are you tooting? Because you know why. Do you know what I did today? 
I was going to say, you ate poo. <laughs> I ate the cat's poo. <laughs> no, I got a chocolate shake th- at McDonald's. You can't digest that. I'm really having a hard time. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time. One time when I was a waitress <laughs> at Swingers, <laughs> um, someone, they made shakes there and like malts. And someone ordered a black and white shake, which is mm. basically, do you know what that is? Is it chocolate and vanilla? Yeah. And Yum. I, as long as I worked there, I never ever had a shake or anything. And somebody ordered it and then they didn't. It's or they something happened and they didn't want it. So the like mm. we had like a beverage guy who did mm-hmm. all that because there was like all coffees and everything. So he gave it to me, and I'm like drinking it like while I'm at my shift, and like I had to leave in the middle. I was like I was gonna shit my my pants. Like I, it was like an emergency. <laughs> I couldn't even go to there to go to the bathroom. I had to leave work and just be like I can't. Somebody's got to take my tables. Like I'm. Are you guys ready to? Uh, <laughs> like it was uh, gonna come uh, out like know. a shake. It, like there was. And it was never going to stop coming. And the reason is because yeah. if you think about milk, if you take milk, and because I like to shake the milk before I drink it, mm-hmm. it and I drink lactose-free milk, as mm-hmm. you know, it's all it gets all bubbles. Mm-hmm. Now your base, which is what's doing your stomach, now you're taking it and you're shaking it up. That's why it's a shake. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Something came over me when I was getting our lunch earlier, and I saw it, and I just... You saw McDonald's? Mm-hmm. And I don't ever, but it just came over me like a crazy. I never even think of feelings for shakes. I I I, rem- I just had this thing of like a. Ch- I don't know. I can't even explain it. It just came over me. I mean, I don't think I've had that in thirty years. You know what I mean? I don't since I was a kid. And then I went and I was like, "Do you guys still have shakes?" And they did. And it's in there, and it's rough. Okay. It is rough. Well, this is the exact kind of conversation we would have on the Patreon. <laughs> and I do want to encourage people to join mm. because, and then right about mm. this time, Julie would have to leave the <laughs> recording oh. and, and I'll be like, no, why? And it used to be your IBS has gotten a lot better because it used to be right when we'd sit down to record the Patreon, mm-hmm. you'd have to go. And oh. I'd be like, so annoyed. And I'd be like, why every time we go to record, do you have to do this? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's definitely gotten better, or it's gotten worse, or it's just waiting, or it's, or it's colon cancer, <laughs> or you're scared. But either, yeah, yeah or I'm you're scared. too scared now. I mean, I'd yell at you. Yeah, my brother got a colonoscopy and he scared the shit out of me, and now I'm like, yeah, IBS. It's not IBS. It's colon cancer. You cannot. Oh god, you are such a hypochondriac. Oh no, I'm the lactose. To, I'm turning into cancer. I'm gonna block your whole family. From I'm your going to shit tumors. <laughs> Um, okay, the Patreon, please, you guys, julianbrandy.com. Consider it, try it, do it for Karma 24. We do three a week. They're all an hour. They post Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays at 10 a.m. You can choose to do video or you can just do audio. It'll go, if you just do audio, it'll go right to the same place you're listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're listening on Spotify, <laughs> you can p- make the Patreon go right into your Spotify and it'll tell you, you know, it'll fucking show up there. And, listen on apple do it there and if you listen on apple go ahead and give us a review okay that's as right. well because we're trying to get over three thousand by the end of this year as well there's a link to a free episode <laughs> in the description below this podcast as well or you can go to our website julianbrandy.com and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free patreon episode or you can go to the facebook account called all things julie and brandy Uh, And they pinned a few free episodes there. And for anyone who thinks the free episodes are too old or outdated, they aren't. They are perfect representation of what you can expect from our Patreon podcast, except for they don't have video. And now we offer video and they're free. So we don't want to fucking hear anyone's notes (laughs) about it. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Sharon Houston. I mean, Taze her she's ready she ready she ready how'd you do i see you've met my faithful hand in hand he's just a little broad dine because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up by the way i look Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man by the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover 
I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you... Stay for the night. Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation but maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>